0: I love you Yes, Brother Love is here It's a funny thing this actually It's sort of um, a precursor to Summerslam It's Summerslam Fever, 1990 Which was just beginning to be the time when WWF, as it was then Were beginning to get a, a bit colder They were really hot from sort of 86 right through to around um, late 1989 and uh, you've got some got some new acquisitions here and it's uh, it's quite a lot of fun this but you do get the idea that they're running out of ideas a little bit well let's go through some of the matches first of all there's Heenan and Vince so that's good um, Bobby's not on top form here actually he prefers it when he's with gorilla Monsoon. I mean McMarty's MacBoody's thing as usual, thing of SummerSlam! And telling us to book early, because sometimes you can't get the pay-per-view if you don't book early, because there could be a queue. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. First of all, we've got Smash versus Anvil. Why would you want that? The stick for the demolition that they at this time was remember, Crush was added to their um, Tag team to make three of them, and you never know where you're going to get ax or smash, or is it ax and crush, or is it smash and crush? Yeah, that didn't really work actually, and um, crush was taken out of um, demolition, and uh, he was turned into a Dayglow wrestler, wasn't he? And then he had a bit of a uh, a, a bit of more of his career, not ideal carried on for a bit but this demolition thing didn't work at all in my view and you wouldn't, you not want Anvil on his own there's no point, you don't want Smash on his own there's no point and this isn't great, Smash wins by holding on to the ropes, it's really ordinary it's two big blows bashing each other and then um, Anvil comes in and laps him with the belt then runs away with it, runs straight into uh, Crush an axe, because you never know if it's going to be axe and crow. Oh, yeah, you do know this time actually, because Smash is in the ring, isn't he? So yeah, they then beat them up, and then they talk to me and Gene. They do the same thing as usual, and then we got Black Bart. Black Bart, oh Black, Black Bart, and oh uh, Black Bart, ramalama, and ramalama should I say? And he was a perennial jobber. Black Bart, he did a little bit. He was he he sort of dipped in and out. Did BB? And here he's fighting um, the Texas Tornado, Kerry Von Erich. It's very quick, this. It's a bit basic, and he's going to be fighting Mr. Perfect, who was interviewed at um, at SummerSlam with Heenan. So good. So good. With um, the coach, John Tolos, in 1991, not half as good, to be honest. Yeah. But this is a dream team, actually, I think. He's got great, he's got great speaking potential and work behind the mic as well, Kurt Hennig. So he doesn't really need Heenan there, but Heenan just backs him up a bit, adds gravitas actually, and that's great. Okay, back in the ring, Pistol Pete Watley, who was a perennial jobber for the WWE at this time or WWF at this time, versus the Warlord with, of course, the Crystal Now Warlord does that awful plastic looking breastplate and mask. It's really poor. It's like you spent £2.50 to make Terminator. Pez is hooking up during this match. After he had been thrown around like a baby, he suddenly goes, no, no, no. I'm not gonna, oh, I'm gonna be smacked down and I'm going to be pinned. Yes, he catches him in mid air and slams him for the pin. It's a simple situation and the warlord wins. Oh, hang on, is Rick Ruud my favourite wrestler? With that Magnum tash, it's bristling because he's going to be at uh, SummerSlam facing the Warrior for the World Championship. Yeah, in a cage match, and we see him training face really good actually. The first thing we see is him on the fast ball with the Warrior's face. Then um, Heenan taking some punches onto the pads which also have the warrior's face on them. Then him ascending a rope, and then running along the beach, a bit like uh, a bit like Rocky 3. reaching for the fight. Pain. That's quite a nice little promo. And um, Heenan does nicely, knows when to comedy it up, knows when not to. And uh, Rude really keeps that laser focus all the way through. It's really good, as a matter of fact. Warrior's out now for a chat with Mean Gene. Thank you very much, Ultimate Warrior. Can't understand what he's saying. It won't be anything important anyway. Okay, Boris Zukov versus Nikolai Volkov. Now, Zukov and Volkov both got cough at the end of their name, so we <laughs> we know that they were not American nefarious heels because they were Russians. Yes. And there's a Cold War going on, but now Nikolai Volkov has gone over to the good side. Capitalism and the American way. You know, that capitalism that leaves, leaves millions in poverty. That, you know, that one. He's gone all USA anyway. He's been endorsed by Hacksaw, who is the epitome of USA. And he's also been endorsed by the Boy Scout movement. He's been given a model for, apparently, world peace. We, we see him receiving it on... Maybe an edition of Superstars, I don't know. And um, it's read out to him by a scoutmaster. And Fintalar says, What do you think of that, Jesse? World peace. Jesse keeps quiet, as uh, he doesn't want to be involved in this Farago at all, I presume. Yeah, it's a tough match, this. Because obviously, Zukov is very angry with Volkov because he's Russian. It's a basic match, and uh, Volkov wins with a clothesline, so there's not much to talk about. But, you know. Next! No! Sapphire! That's what's going to happen at SummerSlam when Sapphire doesn't turn up to fight Sherry and has gone over to the ultra capitalist side because capitalism's only good when you're not showing it unless you're. unless, unless you're a millionaire who can. Uh, Lifestyles of the rich and famous. Oh, I'm confused with that capitalism stuff. Anyway. Savage is out with, uh, with, with Sherry, first of all. Her face is painted like a cat, It looks a little bit odd, and they have great energy together. I have to say, they've got really good energy and I really enjoyed them together, actually. Next up, because we're, we're motoring along and we get a lot of stuff here. They want to cover everything that's going to be on the card at SummerSlam. We've got Tugboat. He's being smacked up by Earthquake and Bravo. Hang on. Where's Hogan? He's supposed to be there, he's in the building, he's supposed to be there as his mate, but well, the boss man comes out. Well where's Hogan? Yeah, this you see, when Tugboat finally turns to become Typhoon, he has some reason doesn't he? He does that silly thing where he's got the phone, hello Hogan, hello, are you there? I remember him doing that, that wasn't good but he has some, it has some veracity, his claim. Veracity, that's the word I'm using, yes. Because Hogan wasn't there for him. Well, he wasn't there for him on this little vignette, was he? And here is Hogan, it's brother love. Hulk Hogan, can't do it that well, but you know what I mean. They talk about SummerSlam, and Hart comes out and gets in his face. Hogan kicks him up the arse, or the ass, Kicks him out of the ring because that's hilarious. Now we've got power and glory, sour and gory. Birk and Jerk, as they were called at this time, by some people, including Gorilla Monsoon, if I remember rightly. And they are facing. We're not told, and it doesn't really matter. Actually, though, they have one of the best matches on this hour and a half. Yeah, Herc does a lot of the work, Herc does work. He does some physical jerks, throws someone over, throws one of them over the ring, really slams the other one very hard, and then there's a lovely finisher. I've forgotten this finisher. It's a, su- it's, a it's a superplex from Hercules, with Paul Roma jumping at the same time. So just as as the bloke lands on the mat, he slams he um he uh, splashes it. That's beautiful. Superplex to splash really nicely done and they don't half time it well now, here's Sapphire according to me and Jean she's got new jewellery, you can see it's lovely terry has got a new car, turned up in a limousine it must just be coincidence, maybe she came up on the lottery or something, I don't know remember, Sapphire was a fan who was given the job with Dusty Dusty made it work and at SummerSlam, he's going to be running after Dibiasi's car with Sapphire in it. No! Tougher! I had to say it twice because I love it. Okay, moving along. Jake Roberts versus Iron Mike Sharp. I like Iron Mike Sharp. Remember, he had that, um, that, that black armband that apparently, when he turned it round, had a bit of something metallic in it to smack you with it. He was around in the sort of days when WWE was becoming huge and then didn't really glory in the days when they were huge it's sad really, very loud in the ring Mike Sharp, someone, I remember someone mentioning that must be because he's calling the match, it may be, here he's against Jake Roberts and actually he gets most of the offence in does Mike, yeah but then Jake hits that lovely DDT, it's all in the leg he sweeps the leg and that really adds talk to it He's going to be facing Bad News Brown Trousers, as a friend of mine called him. I didn't say that, Bad News. I didn't say it. And he's going to have a load of sewer rats at the match at SummerSlam. So that Damien will be nullified, because they might gnaw on him, you see. Yeah, we see him putting one of the rats back because he's not fat enough or strong enough. You know. And um, we're moving on. Moving on yet again. It's nearly finished now. Nearly. We've got Perfect, that's Mr. Perfect to you, versus rugged Ronnie Garvine. Yeah, Ronnie Garvine's uh, an NWA champion, you know, for about two days. Well, it's a bit longer than that, but it won't be remembered. And Garvin gets a lot of offense in here. Socks Perfect a few times. Perfect bales. There's the weasel chant as Sir Heenan kisses the belt because... As soon as the camera comes over, he's got to do something, and that's absolutely right. Perfect gets back in the ring, gets clocked again, bails again. Lots of punches, lots of chops. Garvin gets a couple of near falls here. It's a sort of camel clutch, which is really poor. He's he's cinching back on the whole thing. He's standing up, so it doesn't really matter. It's just like sort of you're just pulling me close to your knees. It's not ideal, is it? Suddenly. Perfect gets the perfect plex, which is a beautiful move, you know at that time you I mean you'd you'd say now Is that all but in those days it was something special and there was a reason for it as well perfectly done He did struggle you see and they want to show him struggling because he's going into the match with the Texas Tornado So They want to show that he can be beaten you see Okay, Orient Express versus Shane Douglas and it doesn't matter because it's in and out like a sour plum. There is a Shane Douglas head scissors at one point. The Orient Express win, of course, and we're on to the main event, if you can call it that. It's Duggan versus Earthquake. Can he lift him? Can he do it? You where say. The Earthquake very quickly dropped the Canadian Earthquake superkay, didn't he? Yeah. And of course, he's damaged Hogan's ribs. Oh no, not again! I remember Bundy did that. Be careful with your ribs, mate. Big men always target them, don't they? Now, Earthquake eventually manhandles him after a bit of playing around. There is a bear hug. We don't get a close-up on the face, which is a shame. That's lovely from uh, Royal Rumble 92, actually. And Duggan nearly knocks him down. There's a really lovely thing where he's repeatedly smacking him. He's not down yet, said Eden. Not down yet. Doesn't get him in. Dino Bravo, I'm going to teach each and every one of you. He comes in to help. And then Hogan comes out with a foot with a two by four. Because he doesn't mind cheating, as we know. It's okay when he does it though. It's okay, it's not cheating. It's okay. And um, that's how we finish. Except Brother Love talks us out and they fade down on him. Said, hey, who turned the lights out? Oh I can't see myself on the monitor. That's quite nice. It's a fairly good programmer. They don't off push it. Most of the matches are probably about five minutes long or so. There are tons of them, hang on, how many matches are there? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine matches, there were only 10 at SummerSlam. It's almost as if you've seen SummerSlam here. Actually, the 1990 SummerSlam is pretty well packed. There's some good stuff on there, including the match with Perfect, who, and I'm not spoiling things I don't think, it's been on, who beat Mr. Perfect. And then there's the no, (laughs) Yeah, had to do it three times, Dusty Road stuff. This is alright actually, it's good nostalgia. They know how to put a package together, it's a bit long. It could be an hour to be honest. But um, Mean Gene Oakleon knows what he's doing as well. And they've got some good characters and they're pushing Brother Love, who I really, really like. Do look this out, it's on YouTube. And then look out SummerSlam 1990, because it is fun, but not as good as SummerSlam 91, which is something very special. Tata.